Welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany. This is day 14 of an anchored woman's prayer, praying Psalm 119. We're praying to God, um, cultivating courageous marriages. And y'all, just us getting anchored, our own hearts getting anchored to God through prayer for 31 days. So it's interesting. I'm, I talk regularly about the storm, preparing for the storm. You know, think about if you live in a hurricane zone, you your house is set up differently than if you if you live in Michigan. Like, why are you preparing for a hurricane in Michigan? Likewise, if you live in Key West, Florida, you're not preparing your house for the winter months as you live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So preparing for the storm. In this case, we don't know what the storm is. We don't have that climate preparation kit that I just mentioned, but we're preparing for a storm. So in in this immediate season, as I talk about that, a storm came and it's been a storm that's been going on a while for a very, very close friend of mine, but it, uh, she, she's gone on to heaven and it has spun a lot of things. So I say all that to say, not as an excuse, but I say all that to say that in the midst of the storm, things change and shift. And in order to not drift, we have an anchor. So even though the idea was to do these 31 days of prayer, beginning August 1 until August 31, life happened. The storm happened. But listen, what, what, think about the enemy and his trifling self. He would love it to be like, don't keep praying. Your husband, your husband's fine. Your marriages are fine. Just stop. Don't be consistent. So this is where we fight the good fight of faith and we keep going, even if it looks different. So we're on day 14, even though it's not day 14. (laughs) It is, it's day 23, technically, but we're on day 14 and we're going to be faithful. So I am going to read Psalm 119 verses 73 down to 77. Your hands made me and formed me. Give me understanding so that I can learn your commands. Those who fear you will see me and rejoice, for I put my hope in your word. I know, Lord, that your judgments are just and that you are afflict- and that you have afflicted me fairly. May your faithful love comfort me as you as you promised your servant. May your compassion come to me so that I may live for your instruction is my delight. Another psalm, you know, d- delighting in the Lord and is is the Lord your delight? Is the, is the Lord your husband's delight? And trouble will 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 bring that out. Ill the the refining process will bring out our true affections. Things that burn up and go away. Things that drift out of our lives. It'll show what's really in us. Are we, can we still be happy without doing this? Can we still be joyful without having this situation? Or in very tough places, is your joy still anchored without this person? And the Lord is constantly purifying and testing our delight, always. And it challenge, it, it's a challenge, it, and, and it's, a, it's a good challenge, though. It's, it's not a challenge that is 
um, meant to harm us. It's meant to refine us. And I love that verse. Specifically, I want to I want to talk about hope. I want to pray for our husbands with their hope. Verse 74. Those who fear you will see me and rejoice for I put my hope in your your word. Those who fear you. So I think it's it's a few verses or a few verses, a few chapters, maybe Psalm 114, 15. Yes, 15. Psalm 115, a few pages ahead. Um and the psalm is here, and it, it's it's really talking about God's glory in this whole Psalm 115. Um, but one of the things it, it says is, um, you who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and, she, help and shield. So I love how some of these psalms will weave in and weave out and use verbiage and, and kind of same concepts. But in, in this one, in verse, in verse 74, This anchored hope is an encouragement to another believer. So, you know, those who look onto your life and they also trust the Lord, they also believe in the Lord. Are they looking onto your life and, and, and being encouraged in the Lord? Are you, are you managing your life situations as someone who knows the Lord or does not know the Lord? Because there's a difference. I can say a lot of things. I can say I'm a tennis player until Wimbledon happens and I'm out. So do when when the storm comes and I anchored is my hope still alive even though now it's got a lot of dust and debris on it um I can still wipe all that off and the hope is still the hope. The hope is still Jesus heaven eternity with him. And because we're third, God is first, others are second, and we're third. So I am third. Because we're third, we anxiously hope and wait for heaven, wait for eternity. We're anxiously hoping for that. But we're also not like, okay, just because I, I, I'm guilty of this, where I'm like, hurry up, heaven, hurry up, Jesus. But then I'm like, okay, but I want Jesus to fulfill his timing, you know, God, God to fulfill the time whenever and, and to come when he's supposed to come. And and I know that God, it's not God's hope or wish for anybody to be not not a part of that. So I know that that is a perfect timing, a sovereign timing. But until then, we who do believe, we who do fear the Lord are hoping. So your husband is his most anchored, most, is his anchored hope, the core within him. And this and this is not um necessarily meant for you to be able to know the answer. This is meant to pray about. That that's the hope, that's the goal is that our husbands will be so deeply rooted and anchored in God that no matter what comes along our our marriage, no matter what comes along with our children, no matter what comes along with our home, um his job, his life, no matter what that we are centered, that he is glued into God's word, into God's presence. So let's pray for our husbands. <sighs> Heavenly Father, thank you for so many um, examples in, in your word, God, that remind us, um, just even with our forefather Abraham, and 
how he had to patiently wait, patiently wait for the promise. He was given a promise and he had to patiently wait. And his hope was there. His hope was in trusting you above all else. His reliance was in you above all else. And he got to see some of the promise, not even all of it. He got to see Isaac, um, but he didn't get to see all of the generations that would follow thereafter, his legacy. So God, I pray for our husbands, like this idea of of Abraham, um, to be anchored and unmoving to the promise, God, whether they get to see it or whether they're just building a lifetime of legacy in their name, God, for your glory and for your honor alone, not theirs, but yours. We know, God, that there would only be great things by them remaining anchored to you. Um, God, please help us to be wives, to support and to pray and to love them in such a way, God, that build them up and edify them, not to tear them down, um, God, not to point the finger. Um, God, help us to affirm them in the, in, the, in the way that they need affirmation. God, help us to um, even, even be cognizant, cognizant, God, of their sexual needs, of their of their of their emotional needs god everything help us to remember to to place their needs even before our own when it's the most hard to do because our needs are already fulfilled and met in you our cup is overflowing as long as we're sitting and panting after you god we love you so much and we're so grateful so grateful and so thankful for what is to come with our husbands for them going deeper with you for them being anchored. In Jesus' name, amen.